Hello everyone and welcome to the weekend once again and inevitably welcome to the East Style Classic Countdown. I am that said East Style joining you for without a doubt one of the greatest lineups of uh, songs we've ever had. This week in 75 and a brand new number one and there is nothing average about this band, uh, <laughs> if that helps any. Uh, they come in with the number one song and the number one album, but we'll get to all that here in a moment. You'll have to forgive me. I am hungry as all get out. And I got some uh, boneless pork loins on the foreman grill, and um, I'm going to partake of them as I talk to you. These are looking good, if I do say so myself. Mm. Hang on. Um, got some birthdays to celebrate. Big name birthdays too. Most of them, anyway. Um, long time veterans in the the business. Maybe some of the greatest singers you could ever hear. Um, I can't think of a better way to kick it off than with Smokey himself, William Smokey Robinson, from the Miracles to his own stuff. The guy is brilliant. He was considered by Dylan at one time to be America's greatest living poet. And Smokey has reciprocated that and said that about Dylan as well. As he should, as they both should have, because they're both great. And they both have made such an impact on my life and my music. And I think pretty much everyone else can say the same thing. If not about one or the other, definitely both. So happy birthday to him. Also happy birthday Another great singer. Probably not in the same league as Smokey, necessarily. But definitely one of um, the greatest here in recent memory. We're talking Seal. The Kiss from a Rose guy. The Crazy guy. Well, the song, or Crazy, I should say. Um, I think that was his first one, and that was a great one. I have his real name for you, in case anyone was curious, like I am, like I was about it. He was born Henry, and forgive my pronunciation here, you know it's not the best, born Henry Olusegun Adiola Samuel. <laughs> that is Seal. I see. Oh, hang on, guys. This ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm trying to eat and talk to you, too. Um, you can almost see why he cut it for his seal as far as his professional career and understandable. But that's a long, long name. Um, I haven't heard too much from him since he divorced Heidi. Well, hopefully we'll hear from him again. Um, another 60s great, just like Smokey, is uh, Lou Christie. 
you know, the lightning striking again, that guy. And he's had others, but lightning strikes might be one of his uh, biggest ones. Maybe his biggest one. Uh, Tony Iommi, um, guitarist for Black Sabbath, if there is still a Black Sabbath. I didn't know until maybe a week ago he was uh, uh, briefly in uh, a member of Jethro Tull for a moment, if you can try and stomach that. Because we're really talking about two different worlds here. But he was. And he's definitely on the list as far as one of the most influential guitarists of all time, as he should be, because he is pretty good. A little, a little loud for this guy's tastes, but hey. And finally, we have Dave Wakeling. I hope I pronounced this right. Dave Wakeling from uh, General Public and the English Beat. Um, they never made a big splash here, other than a couple of videos from uh, MTV. But they're much better in their native UK. Wakeling also performs left-handed like um, Iomi does. I can still see the video. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I can still see one of his videos, and I can't think of the name of it, where he was playing left-handed. Guitar today, you know, they're all over the place. But back in the day, you didn't have as many. And I think there's still an English beat. The English beat had a, um, Wakeling had a, a, a brother with him. I want to say his name was Ranking Roger or something like that. But uh, we lost him maybe a couple of years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, all I ever saw him do was bounce around. <laughs> on um, tambourine I didn't I don't even recall hearing him sing anything but they were um, great band I'm not sure I'm not sure if Wakeling continued um, the English beat without Roger but um, I guess I could have looked it up but we'll have to find out. Um, all right, that's all the birthdays. No losses um, that I saw over the past week. Um, so let's do our top 10 this week in 75. As I mentioned, great, great, great lineup. Um, early 75. Hang on, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so hungry. These things are so good. Mm. Early 75, for any chart nerds like myself, um, had um influx of uh, week after week after week after week after week. One song will hit number one for just one week and then would be dethroned by someone else and another tune and this week was no exception hang on oh I'm sorry 
I do have a bone. <laughs> In the pork wine there. <laughs> mm. Sorry guys, I won't do this again. I am just hungry. Mm. Um, Alright, before we do our top 10, the number 10 song actually, I don't even ever recall hearing. Maybe you know it. But first, we have to talk about the number one soul song, which is on its way to number one pop as well. Um, soon enough. But you got Lady Marmalade from Patty, Nona, and the late great Sarah Dash. LaBelle, of course. And I can't hear this song and not hear Met Marmalade, Donino, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I don't think most of those girls were born when this song came out. Um, Aguilera, I know, wasn't. Missy might have been. Pink might have been. The others, and eh, who knows. Lil' Kim might have been. Aguilera, I'm pretty sure was not. But, um, you know my model. Never fool with an original. And that cover, believe it or not, wasn't half bad. But this one, so much better, of course. Because it's an original. But, that's how that rolls. Um, Lady Marmalade, co-written by uh, the I Like Dreaming guy. Uh, oh, what was his name? Kenny No One. I almost forgot his name. Um, I think I Like Dreaming would come on later in 75 on uh, the countdown here, but that's okay. All right, here's our top 10. 10, uh, I've heard a lot of Carol King, but I don't know Nightingale. I don't even think I spelled it right. It looks funny. Oh, that's because there's not an E in it, except for at the end. <laughs> there you go, Nightingale. Night, not Nightingale, Nightingale. By a um, recent Hall of Famer, Miss Carol. If you want your favorites in the Hall of Fame this year, vote them in rockhall.com. Okay, there, there's that. Um, Nightingale by Miss Carol, number nine. Number nine. Number nine, Dream, Mr. Lennon. It would actually peak at number nine. I, and I, I love when things like that happen. When there's a number song and it actually peaks at that number. Some other examples... Um, I know there's quite a few of them, but the, the ones I can think of, of course, would be at number one. Like one of these nights, one bad apple, and things like that, which hit number one. This is another one. Number nine, Dream, Mr. Lennon. At number nine. Number eight, just happens to be his last week's number one. The only solo number one for Miss Ronstadt. You're no good. Um, later she would hit number one in one of those duets with um, Aaron Neville and I can't even remember which one there were like two or three of them but one of those was a um, 
hit the top for her as well. But as far as solo, number ones, this is her only one. Can't believe it, but it's true. A few number one albums from her, but that one is her only number one on her own. Seven, a future number one. I'm not used to Frankie without the four seasons, but here he is with albums. My eyes adored you. Six is America and Lonely People. Five, there's actually quite a few future number ones here. Um, all of them, I think, uh, as I said, will hit number one just for a week. Here's one of them. Uh, at number five, Miss Olivia. And have you never been mellow? Say what you want, but that one's a kind of a, um, a pretty one. By her. Number four, another future number one. The first of the two from San Jose's own Doobies and Blackwater. I still say that that's Tom Johnston singing lead on that. It's been said that it's Patrick Simmons who wrote the song that um, sings the lead on it. But I've never heard uh, Simmons sing lead on um, a, Doobie, a Doobies song before, or actually even since this. But they say it's him. I don't know. Tom Johnston just has one of those one in a million voices. Can't be replaced. Doobie's recent Hall of Famers themselves. Uh, three, when we got to get this group into the Hall of Fame? Grand Funk Railroad. Some kind of wonderful. We don't discuss... Grand Funk enough on here, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, only four top ten hits. Um, this one at number three is at, at its peak position as well. Some kind of wonderful. That they are. Yeah, I hear them do that live. Even though no more Mark Farner in the band, they still do pretty well on their own without him. We kind of wish we could get them again together, but... Who knows? Two, another future number one. Uh, from down the road from San Jose in Los Angeles. The first of their, uh, they have it to have at least five or six number ones. The Eagles. But this one will be the first. The best of my love. And probably my favorite of theirs as well. Um... Eagles, I love you guys. Uh, someone last night was um, talking about uh, McCartney's new solo tour that's starting up uh, this summer, I believe. I think last week I talked about uh, the Eagles tour this year. Uh, you guys want a little bit too much. <laughs> from us um, and as many of us musicians know touring is where the money's at as we know it's always been in um, you know the touring and going out to see the shows um, 
I, I posted before about um, the Eagles wanting 250, 300 a seat. And I think I think Mac is doing more than that. And then you wonder why these rock stars are so rich. That's why. And people are going to see them, as you should. Go see them. It's nice to be entertained, especially now more than ever. Where hopefully they're doing it safely. And you're doing it safely. Um, with the pandemic and everything. Although the numbers are supposed to be on the decline now. Um, don't break out the champagne just yet. Um, I know the Eagles are going to be in Atlanta. My sister and her family are in Macon, so... That'd be a nice one-two combo to see them. The Eagles and uh, my sister and my nieces and my king nephew, Sekou. And uh, are they worth 300 bucks a seat and all that? Of course they are. They're worth much more than that. <laughs> the Eagles, uh, not so much. <laughs> well, let me take that back. The Eagles are worth it. I just ain't paying that kind of money. Some of us musicians would kill to have half of the fame and fortune most of these guys have had. So, there's that. Um, Best of My Love, on its way to number one. Not there just yet, because the average, the not-so-average white band, I should say, are at the top. Here, and the album charts. AWB is the album, and Pick Up the Pieces is the number one song. I know the average white band is still together. I pray that they're not charging as much as these other guys. Um, Grand Funk, I just mentioned, still touring too. I know they're not charging as much because I looked up their prices for some of their shows this year. A huge difference <laughs> between what Grand Funk is charging and what the Eagles are charging. Now, which band is more su successful? Of course, the Eagles. But Grand Funk, nothing to be sneezed at either. But back to the average white man. Pick up the pieces. I just had these guys in my head, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think? Um, when I posted about them, and everyone pretty much agreed with me, and rightly so. This one, they're only number one on uh, the pop charts and was the first instrumental by an act outside of America to hit number one. The last one before that was in 68. Yeah, baby. I'm a 68 baby. And um, Hugh Masekela and his cover of Grazing in the Grass. This song, though, a lot better. Uh, average white band, um, as I said, are still together. Founding members are guitarist Annie McIntyre and bassist Alan Gorey. Got the whole thing started and they're still together with them uh, to this day. Uh, sadly, by the time this song was released, the drummer that you hear on here, Robbie McIntosh, had already been dead. Crazy story. Um, doing the backstory to this was that um, they had just played the Troubadour in LA. 
that night. The big party afterwards, um, musicians and drugs, you know the deal. And um, Macintosh and Allen <clears throat> took what they thought was just cocaine, turned out to be uh, heroin uh, that evening. Uh, I think it was a mixture of a heroin and alcohol. Wasn't that what killed Belushi a few years later as well? You know, that combination there? Uh, Alan apparently nearly died that night uh, from uh, that toxic mixture as well. But apparently Cher, who was there that night, and can you picture the average white band and Cher partying together for any reason? Yeah, neither could I. But uh, Cher, who was there with them that night, I guess kept uh, Alan together and awake and alive long enough by the time the EMTs got there. Well, I don't think they were called EMTs back then, but you get the idea. Uh, the ambulance um, had arrived, but Macintosh, I guess, not so much. And what a shame. Um, but, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. Macintosh would be replaced by the great Steve Farone, who uh, many of you Latter-day artists know him for playing in the last 15, 20 years with Tom Petty in uh, um, his band uh, before Petty died. <clears throat> um... And Steve hung with the uh, average white band for quite a number of years also. I know this because my mom had all the records for them, too. Um, I don't think we had th this album, though, the, the AWB album. We did have the Cut the Cake album, which is the first with Steve Farone. Um, but I'm glad they're still around. And again, uh, and I'm sure they're still touring. And everything, too. Let's hope their prices aren't as high as the Eagles and everyone else. Um, we'll have to find out. All right. All right, guys. Uh, that's it for this week in 75. I'm going to finish my lunch here. I apologize for doing it here uh, before you, but I'm hungry. Um, and I do got to work today. I wasn't wanting to, but I'm going to boss called me and then you know you want the best you gotta get a hold of the, of the best so that's me <laughs> all right guys um we'll see you tomorrow for the 80s countdown um you got a request you know what to do you can get a hold of me you can go get a hold of our facebook group east style classic countdown we'll be waiting for you there all right until then Hang on, let me get these bites in. Until then, of course, as always, Notorious Biggie Style, telling you to put your hair up and square up until we see you tomorrow.